I think it should be called Battle of the Terribly Obnoxious Man Boys or Bottom. This is No Holds Barred on Stinker Man. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! We're back. Welcome to Sneaker Madness, the number one podcast in the history of podcasting. The very top, the upper echelon, we, as good as it gets. We got some ratings back. I think the numbers are fudged, but it did say that uh, we are the greatest ever. Yeah, we took a we took a Fox News poll, and sure. they told us, uh, uh, "Yeah, hey, you guys are you guys actually, are tops." The the Fox. News poll told us to fuck off. Oh, great. Uh, But we found a new poll that had a mascot that was a fox, (laughs) and they said we were number one. (laughs) It was Car Fox. It was Car Fox. (laughs) And I I had to... Turns out the uh, focus is a good car. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, hello. Hi. Oh, riveting. (laughs) See, you're, you're also in the excitement and the... The the joy of podcasting mode that I'm in. I'll rip you. You're gonna oh, you're gonna rip it up. Whoa. You're gonna rip them up. It didn't take for us long for us to get to rip them. Rip them up. Yeah. 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 Well, there are tiny bears ripping each other up yeah. by Jackie's feet right yeah. now. The so. Corgis are in full on battle mode. They think that they're part of the podcast. It's like uh, Cringer versus what was uh, Skeletor's? Also, basically the same mold as Cringer. What was his name? Jackie. Battlecat's nemesis. Yeah. Panthra. No, that's Panthro from Thundercats. Yeah. Man, nobody remembers that purple no. tiger's name. Probably doesn't have a name. I preferred the purple tiger over Cringer because Cringer was made of plastic and he was sure. shitty, but the but Skeletor's mount had that nice felt feeling to him. It was almost like you got a hard stuffed animal at the same time as an action figure. Yep, I own maybe, that one. Maybe but I you own- don't know his name. I don't, but I know I own both of them. Who's cat to say that thing. Skeletor didn't ride through the valley on a cat with no name? Ooh. It felt good to get out of the rain. Little uh, by the band Eternia. No. Because <laughs> well, they changed America. The, they, I mean, no. they America could sue Eternia. They only changed the one word, <laughs> right? You got to change more than that. Yeah. Uh, no Holds Barred starring uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, Tiny Zeus Lister, Jeff Fuller, uh Jesse Ventura stuff. Yeah, by so France. yeah, we got two weeks in a row with yeah. uh, Ventura and Fuller. Yeah. Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller. Right. And uh Kurt Fuller apparently is only allowed to play TV executives. Right. As, as I'm probably going to reference him for the entire episode is Russell from Wayne's World. <laughs> Absolutely. I well, I'll save some other Wayne's World things for later, I guess. Uh yeah, he's just perfect for it. He's so. not a producer in uh Wayne's World, he's the assistant to the producer, right? Sure, think. but he's still a TV guy. Right, still a TV guy, an exec. And he's, what, the the director in Running Man. Right, right. So. Uh, what year was 
No Holds Barred, 1987, 89, somewhere in there. It, oh, it is 89 because it's the same year yes. as Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wow, I can't imagine why this movie didn't do better. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's is so it, full of action and adventure. It didn't right. do bad. It kind of didn't. It didn't. Well, they overmarketed it. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. So they, I guess we'll just get right into my BS about this. Is that That's why we're here, right? Exactly. Uh it cost eight million, made sixteen back. It's just that Vince McMahon spent eight million pushing it, uh, so he basically broke even on the okay. deal. All right. But then, you know, he, McMahon's not a guy that's going to lose money on something. So there was the match and the movie pay per view event. In between oh. the home video mm-hmm. and the theater release, they had a pay per view match again, which was a, a tag team of Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, okay, and Hulk like Hogan okay. versus. Tiny Zeus, Lester, and Randy Savage. Ah. Oh. And who if, won? Who do you think? Hulk Hogan. Because it's the match in the movie, right? It's right. the whole thing, right? Yeah, but that sucks. It sucks. Uh, so they did this pay per view event that if you got it, you got you watched the movie, and then after the movie, there was the tag team match that was taped earlier. But uh, they were making it seem as if it was live. Uh, we have a lot of listeners that uh, are fans of the wrestling. Uh, sure. And so many of them are probably going to be familiar with some of the uh, commentary that happens in this film and commentary that comes out of mine and Sam's mouth. Jackie is a fairly uh, recent fan of the phony sports. Uh, picked a, I think you started falling in love with wrestling. Well, I wouldn't say it's a love affair, but uh, enjoying it a little bit more than being like, this is stupid, uh, when we watched that uh, Macho Man documentary. Oh. And... Uh, yeah. Then you, then you kind of got on. Now, now that you've seen No Holds Barred for the second time, do you like Hulk Hogan, Jackie? He had such a pretty face. <laughs> um, like I did not expect that. When when he had his close-ups, his his blue eyes, he looked like a very nice, caring man. Oh my god! Up close, but then his hair is just so—it's shit. Like, dude, you're bald and you've got a skullet. He's got a skullet. That's the definition of the skullet. Yeah. And, I mean, you can only put so many silk head ties on it Mm -hmm. to make it look like you still have hair. Right. I mean, Jesse Ventura. Also bald. uh, Yeah, but he at least didn't try to hide it. He put on like this. Jewel wig. Jewel wig. And for a special occasion. And he, he was rocking it. Madam Cleo business. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, you have picked up on the uh, external visage of the Hulk. What's your interpretation of Hulk Hogan, the person? Like in real life? Or the wrestler. Just, do you like Hulk Hogan more than, like, he looks dumb? And, and, no. You know, that's another question. Like, how much separation is there there? Between, Between the inside and the outside? Terry Hogan uh-huh. and Hulk Hogan. Where does the real man stop and the character start? Or have they become this, were they always sort of one thing that like what has become now Steven Seagal, but right. was the Hulkster just, he's just the Hulkster. I think he kind of is the same person to a degree. Um, my problem is, is that we, I think as a society of in children, today's modern society, no, no, no. In the eighties of children, we're force fed the Hulk and we're told that you like the Hulk. And so we like he, he was the number one guy. Sure. Obviously, he was the biggest he's 
arguably still the most famous, famous wrestler of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Uh, but why? Because he was really big. Yeah, so was everybody. No, he was really a lot bigger than the all of the other. other guy's name is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Not as big. Andre the Giant. So they, yeah, he was... He body slammed the giant, by the way, which nobody had done before. Right, right, right. Uh, and it's a fantastic moment well, in sports history. And I'm with Sam. With the Andre the Giant thing, mm -hmm. he was kind of a portly man. The Andre the Giant? He was not muscular. That was like when he was like giant. 60 or whatever, yeah, too. Like right. there, He was a young man at one point and was a, more of a physical specimen. But Oh, I guess I've only seen him as an old man. So was, there's a lot of these guys we saw later that were kind of like once it got on TV and it wasn't just regional events. They kind of came in late, didn't look quite as good as they maybe did at one point, but they mm -hmm. needed to get that cash in. But with the thing with Hulk, that why his, he was so popular is that he really was bigger than everybody. Okay. Except. So it's just big. Yeah. And, he, big they, and I don't know how big, like he's probably six, six, but they bill him of course as six, nine sure. and 300 and uh -huh. all that. But he did dwarf, 90% of the other wrestler, wrestlers at the time. And that's what it was because his moves were crap. Right. A double axe handle and a big leg. Come Ooh, on. Yeah, come the on. big leg. The big leg. It's Sure, your leg is big. <laughs> You're a big guy. You've Man, got a big leg. I've got a big leg on my chest right now. But I mean, wow. a, the finisher, the big leg. That, oh. that leg is big. Wow. It's right there. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's on me. Yeah. Huh. It, he also had just sort of like a... He was magic around children. Schwaz was the same was told, way, right? We were told to like him. I think there was a there is a charisma there that he children didn't fuck I, it up. He didn't fuck it up, sure. But when I was a kid, I liked him, and then like I saw Thunder of Paradise, and I wasn't so sure <laughs> anymore. So, who is your guys' favorite wrestler? Oh, in history, yeah. Uh, I obviously uh, Macho Man is my favorite wrestler in history because I've said that about a thousand times. Uh, at the end of this podcast, we are going to get into a favorite wrestler of a different breed of cat. So uh, ta just table that, but go ahead, Sam. Who's your uh, favorite oh, Sam, man Sam of Savage. the ring? Macho Man. Yeah, I, always. With, it was one of those never had a second favorite wrestler. No, I was, My whole life, I've been a Savage fan. I will also say that uh, we were watching uh, the Grand Tour just a couple weeks ago. Uh, the, uh, of course... New iteration of Top Gear. Uh, I still call it Top Gear. Bill Goldberg was on. He's an interesting dude. And he was genuinely funny, charming, likable, had a good time, friendly. Uh, you know, he could have come out there and been like, fuck England. You know, I'm going to, we're going to whip ass because we're America and shit. And he didn't. He was just like, this is awesome. I'm a giant man inside of a Jag. Probably gonna lose. He went out there and he fucking drove fast. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I forgot how Bill, awesome Bill Goldberg is. Goldberg that guy was awesome, was really awesome. But Goldberg was like a fucking phenomenon, though. Yeah, he was. Like no one had seen a physique like that on a man that big. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And he still got a good physique. Yeah, he's no spring chicken. He wasn't a spring chicken when he was no choke. It was post people. NFL career when yeah. he did that. And he yeah. didn't have a long career, but right. and he played lineman too. So right. he actually had packed around extra weight to play D line. Yeah, no, he didn't he's play still, a lot. But I mean, the guy's just huge. Still ripped his shit. Uh, what else we got about No Holds Barred, Sam? Oh, just the the way that he made money on it. That like, let's do this pay per view mm -hmm. event, and he double dipped. So he had a dark uh, dark matches. 
So you can't just like have that tag team and have people show up and fill pack an arena, right? Right. So the undercard to that featured Andre the Giant, Kurt Hennig, and the Ultimate Warrior nice. in matches that didn't even get televised. Oh. And in the because we're talking about wrestling and what they've done to Dusty, it was wrong. <laughs> what they've done to Dusty was wrong. And I don't know for a fact, but I think the only time that Dusty Rhodes ever beat the Big Bass Man in the feud was on this dark card. Uh huh. What they done to Dusty was wrong. So the only reason that Dusty Rhodes won is because of no holds barred, basically. No, be- well, yeah, when the, no one was watching, right? But even though, if you want an arena full of people to get jacked up, you know who you bring in first? Dusty fucking Rhodes. Sure. Uh, I one thing that I, I don't think we declared about this is that it was written in seventy-two hours in a hotel room with just sort uh, man and Hogan, right? Now, no, what happened is, and because of uh, the uh, guild laws, as they are, it's credited or to screenwriters or screenwriters wrestling. guild. Okay, because this is like the I first didn't foray. The had a guild, is what I was. I say. don't. Well, now they <laughs> the they, guild of wrestlers. They didn't, and that's why McMahon was able to do what he did, sort of universalizing everything by buying it. But yeah, you've got one of those like little Pied Piper guys that like stands on a log outside this like elaborate building and goes come join the guild of wrestlers and then somebody just comes up and thumps him and then plays a guitar so they're like right. the guild of wrestlers! <laughs> uh dennis hacklin was credited with writing it because he did write a script was paid and when hogan and mcmahon got it they didn't like it that much so they Touched it up for because 72 hours a, in a ho- hotel room. It was probably too good. <laughs> it was probably too good. <laughs> which, which is probably still a D. <laughs> yeah. But uh, better than what was put out in that 72 hours uh-huh. by Hogan and... I noticed yeah. also like in the making of the film, like uh, the director, Tom J. Wright, was a TV guy. You, bring, you always bring in a TV guy when you do sure. this because you want to work fast, right? right? But did you notice the overwhelming amount of close-ups versus other movies we watched? That, yeah. Uh, like The Running Man being a perfect example of another TV guy directing a movie where he's doing a lot of medium close, a lot of wide shots, where he's shooting it like a TV show. It isn't as intimate, say. This thing has too many close-ups, and you realize, God, wrestling's so much better when I can't see exactly what they're doing with their faces. I think it's because the director looked at the script, and the only two lines uttered for about 30 minutes of this movie are... So how do you shoot that from medium? You got to get a close up of <laughs> human animals. Yes, human animals. The screenplay is this. Zeus Lister does not utter a single syllable other than his name that he whispers for 45 minutes of this movie. The rest of it is just It's the it's the most human growling ever. It's insane. And it's one tone, one growl. He just does that one tone, one growl over and over and over again. Yeah. He never changes that up. Never. I think even past that point, he only says two lines and then goes back to just ah! Yeah. And Hogan is doing this thing where it's like he sounds like he's making his O sounds, mm-hmm. but then to break it up, he does like these little dog barks. Like, oh, yeah, he's not jacking off. He's pretending to be a dog. It's better that way. Uh, Are you guys ready to get into this? Sure. Okay, well, no holds barred, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I do want to declare one last thing. 
this was, I think, the last bad movie we watched before we started the podcast. So this is essentially a landmark episode for us because we've been waiting four years to come back to No Holds Barred. Uh, Open on rip. Entering the arena. Ready to kick some ass. Doing his growling, insanity, dumb fucking acting shit. His three strands of hair drifting in the <laughs> in the spotlight majestic the skullet was more popular than you're giving it credit for uh for hulk or the skull in, in general. general really i yeah. don't remember that that is a part of history that i have seemed to well, have blacked an, out it has a name therefore it must be a thing well to make fun of i mean you know the femalit wasn't exactly hot business either but you see one I, and you know I it's called a femalit well cuz cuz you see him around my grandma and, had one. Yep. Yeah, your grandma. Everybody has, and I had a relative with a skullet. Yeah, I guess it's the same concept as as just being balding. Is like, well, I don't want to get rid of my sweet hair that I yeah. used to have, but now I'm bald. Plus, when you wear a hat with it, it looks like you got you know sweet hair still. Yeah, I guess that's true. Nobody would think I'm bald, right? Right. Now we can tell you're bald. You're wearing a fucking trucker's hat, dude. Mm-hmm. They're see-through. They're see-through. All right, so he comes in, ready to wrestle. Mean Jean's there. Jesse Ventura's there, looking cool. They're throwing some good commentary, some wrestling. This is the opening other than his three strands of hair blowing in the wind. This is very much WWE production at this point. Well, technically WWF at this point, but uh, it seems like we're watching a uh, Monday Night Raw episode, as it were. Absolutely. It's fairly well produced as far as wrestling goes. And at this time, wasn't it the Saturday Night Main Event? Uh, I think it might have been. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he comes out. He's wrestling this guy named uh, Jack the Bullet or something like that. Jack, Jack Bullet. Jake Bullet. This other wrestler happens to have my other grandma's hairdo, same color and everything. Nice and fluffy, curls, back comb to the max, and then black eyeshadow. What, what would we call that hairstyle? The it's old, the old lady. The old lady poof? Yeah. Well, no, because when I think of the old lady, I think of purple heads. You know, when they do that purple, like, like the... I dyed my hair mistakenly. Why do old people have purple hair? I don't understand that. Because in order to get rid of the nasty yellow-gray... Uh, there, there is a yellow gray, especially if you yeah. smoke. Uh-huh. And there is a shampoo that is purple in color that is supposed to shine up your gray. Oh. But if you use it too frequently or if you use too much and leave it on too long, then your hair turns purple. So your options are smoky blonde or purple Purple-ish prince. Purplish white. I, I think I'm going to stick with the smoky blonde. I'm going with purplish okay. white. Anyways, the old lady, uh, he comes out, Rip comes out, starts fighting this guy. Uh, he's starting to get his ass kicked pretty good, but uh, he gets put in a sleeper hold. And the fans are like, oh, Rip, oh, Rip, you got to come back, Rip. And he does the uh, Ultimate Warrior thing where he's like, oh, and then rises up and beats the shit out of yeah. uh, Jake Bullet. Now, don't forget, he has a superpower. Which is? He does the Rip sign. Oh, right, right, right. And then he stands up. Which we should have, we should, like, we should break, since we're the number one podcast in podcast history. Ever. Uh, we should break the walls and the rules of audio recording and make an auditory symbol for every time we think that the rip should be given. Like, what does this gesture mean in audio? Hey, Liz, brah. No, it, no, that's this. That's just yeah. your thumb and your pinky, but the rip is, is thumb and your pinky with a knuckle. With half of a <laughs> finger. 
It's like the telephone yeah. that was made in China that has an extra bump. Okay, so it's, it's it would be like, ringy-dingy-ding. But it, since it's made in China, it's like, nope, not nope, going to do don't it. Don't nope, do it. I'm not going to do it. You're right. Thank you for pulling me back there, Jackie. Yeah. But uh, it's the old... Ringy dingy ding, <laughs> ringy <laughs> dingy ding. I know where that was going, <laughs> but then it's still like the hang loose sort of, but not Sam. There's other, so it's there's another dingy finger involved, bra. Yeah, ringy dingy dingy bra. Okay, so anytime we uh, <laughs> think like something's awesome in this episode, we're gonna give ringy dingy dingy bra. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he comes back. He beats this guy, uh, Russell. It's not his name. It's Brell or something, but I'm going to call him Russell. Yeah. He is a TV executive, obviously. He's watching all of this go down, and he's in like his like luxury suite that's adjacent to his boardroom. I'm not really sure where he's at, but- Well, it looks uh, like he's got an office desk there that uh-huh. has like catwalks off of it. Right. So that you know he can invite people in and throw shit at him. Right. Come into my office. What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's pissed because he's on the lowest rated television network in the world. So he's the opposite of Sneaker Madness, as it were. Um, And wants Rip to be on his network Uh so that he can be the number one. Rated for a half hour. Fuck the other 23 and a half hours. That's how television works. You just have to have one good one. I don't think that is. What do you what do you got running against this? The love boat? Because <laughs> if you did, that's why there wasn't a Saturday night main event anymore. <laughs> it won. <laughs> and I don't think you need just one guy. Like, oh, he's the greatest superstar in wrestling history. We gotta get rip, and then we're gonna churn people are gonna be watching the news. They're going to be watching uh, all of our cartoons on Saturday morning. They're going to be watching like that uh, late night thing where the TV feed turns off and you just get that. Just a picture of the American flag, like, you know, yeah. whatever that was that that happened. And then Howdy Doody comes on in the morning, whatever. They're going to watch all of it. The test pattern. Yeah. Yeah. The test pattern. Because a rip. They're probably just going to put him in every single fucking show they have. Oh, yeah. Rip the sitcom. Rip the rip the uh, the, the Golden Girls. Yep. They have the Golden Girls, but he would be like the boyfriend of Blanche. You know what happened? Okay, his name's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that's and true. they just put him in fucking Rampage, yeah, yeah. the movie, a movie about a game that doesn't even have a story. Rampage coming to the theater. The director soon. did say that it's going to be a lot deeper than you'd think. Really? It's not just going to be some monsters tearing down buildings for points? Because that's the story of that game. Why are you doing this? For points! That's it! Uh, anyways, Rip R- Russell's like, okay, we got to get this Rip guy. Board meeting tomorrow. Talk to me. So they're like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Because we can't do anything because Rip is in a contract. And he never breaks a contract, nor his oath, because he's a good guy. Well, don't forget, this is where we get our first official look at uh, Rusty's. No. What Russell. We, well, Russell. we call him Russell. Russell from Wayne's World. Uh, Kurt His, his, his uh, you know, swearing abilities. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. You get that chalk ass, that chalk ass in here. I think that's worth the ringy-dingy-dingy, bro. Ringy-dingy-dingy, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then he does the ringy-dingy-dingy, bro. And walks out. <laughs> Jock ass. Jock ass. Instead of Jack. It is like, did they think that that was clever? 
jock ass like look how fucking so do you want enough cocaine you do yeah i guess that's true plus when you say jackass Mm -hmm. pg jockass is pg-13 so you're an idiot then? Yeah, yeah. Or are they were they trying to bump up that? MBA? Maybe they were They're making it edgy. Well, they did have a almost rape scene in this movie. Sure, we'll get to that. All right, so Russell's like, no sitcoms, no game shows. You bring that shit in this boardroom, you're fucking out of here. I'm gonna tell you to take a piss, and if you don't take a piss right in front of me, I'm gonna throw you out the goddamn thirtieth floor window, and on the way tell you you're fired. Uh, only Rip will do for him. Yeah, it's the only thing. So it's we like got to get him. Just psychotic about this he's, guy. Do you think there's something deeper? I think he wants to roofie him. Roofie him. Uh huh. Roofer him too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get up there, son. Get up there and <laughs> fix that shit. Just fix that. <laughs> got a leak. Drink this and. Oh shit! I drank the roofies oh. with the roofer. <laughs> well, that was the plan too. See if I can jack off before they fall, <laughs> before these things take effect. Or he gets the roof done. Yeah. Like, you win, right? Well, steal that joke, right? Wake up with your pants around your ankles, but your roof's fixed. <laughs> Why not? So somehow they get him to come by the WT and the World Television Network some, for some reason. He just shows up, like, the next day in another scene. And... uh Russell's like, here you go, buddy. Here's a blank check. Uh, I'm going to turn my back. You just write in the number. And Rip says no. He's like, uh-huh. huh, no, not going to happen. Uh, and he gives arguably the only line in this movie that's worth a shit is he shoves the check down Russell's throat and says, I'm not going to be here when that check clears. Yep. Ring-a-ding-ding, bro. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. That's I would use that. That's, that's a good joke. It is a good, good fucking one-liner. Especially the second time through, I was like, oh, wow, they hit one. Yeah. And I couldn't laugh at it because the other stuff that's so funny is is poor. It's very poor. <laughs> so this would be a good time for me to throw in my two cents about costumes. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yes, please do. Uh, one, these were some impressive tight outfits. Daily wear. Well, they're wrestlers. They're daily wear for wrestlers. Well, they're wrestlers. And, I mean, he had, like, a cowboy boots mm-hmm. that had lace-ups up the back like a French prostitute. Okay. And it was all black and red. Yeah. And it, it was a corset in the back. Uh-huh. You know, well, to keep that gut in. Slash weightlifting belt. Slash yeah. weightlifting, right. And then he just has different versions of this same outfit in various colors. And I'm going to say... He pulls them off well. It's it looks he's a good. Professional wrestler Jackie. That's that's how they dress and all dress in regular life. Hacksaw Jim Duggan would just walk around into the grocery store smashing grapes, and then like somebody would ring him up for it. Uh, uh, Mick Foley would like go in there in his lumberjack outfit and be like, hey, "Yes, I would like to pay for my friend's grapes because he's a gentleman." Mick he, Foley is. Yeah, he is a but the thing is with the, what he's wearing is that because it's got that wrestling belt on it uh-huh. or the weightlifting belt and the cowboy boots, you're like, oh, he's not wearing a leotard. No, he's wearing a fucking leotard all the time. Right. Jane yep. Fonda wore the same thing in the workout videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Jane Fonda workout videos. Those were like the precursor to the Sears catalog. Oh, man. Oh, man. Take me back, Sam. <laughs> time machine hit list. Yes, please. You just hit rewind. Yeah. Uh. So, 
So <laughs> as he's leaving the WTN, uh, he gets into a limo, and the limo guy doesn't take him to where he wants to go, which I'm assuming is his home or whatever, and he's like, hey, you're going the wrong way, brother. Yeah. And uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to lock you in this mm-hmm. with steel uh, window roller upper trap. Cage, you're now trapped in my ultimate limousine trap. Right, gotcha, buddy. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to bust out of here. Starts kicking the place apart, which causes the limo driver to, like, swerve all over the road. Because yeah. I guess if you kick on a door, that's related to the drivetrain and the shocks and the steering mechanisms. You and, know, well, this car's out of control. There's a guy kicking the door. Maybe that's how scared he is. He's like, I just got to fucking get there. And every time he kicks, he's like, oh. So he's like, oh, Jesus, I can't even pay attention to driving. I'm so scared. I yeah. actually thought about this a lot <laughs> when we were watching, and I figured it oh, out. thank God. I thought you meant like you've been thinking about it for like four years. Well, no, I remember it from the first time, and I was like, oh, let's really analyze this. What he's doing, he's not afraid. Uh-huh. Hogan's like starting to fuck up the cat, the uh, limo, and he's like, oh, yeah? Well, two can play at this game. Because he's fucking it up on the outside just as bad by crashing into all this shit. Right. Oh, my God. He's it's like, a competition. Yeah. And at the same time, it works because when they finally get to where they're going, Hogan's like dizzy. He The the limousine driver actually won that battle. He might have. He yeah. might have. Well, you know, his biggest mistake was kicking the liquor bottle in. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that you don't do that. Which caused the limo driver to go like, God, oh, I was going to drink that later and blame it on you, <laughs> fuckhead. It's mostly water. I drank it already. <laughs> so I'm running into shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he drives him into a garage, and there's some guys waiting there for him. And Hogan explodes out of the sunroof, jumps up in the air. This is completely my favorite scene of the whole fucking movie. Uh, lands on the roof and is like, ah, starts kicking the shit out of these guys, throwing them through windows, onto the hood, through the windshield, back into the sunroof that he exploded out of. And the whole time the the limo driver's just scared shitless. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he's going to kill me or something. I don't he's know. He's just sitting there because he's shit-faced. Well, that could be too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe that's a new twist on uh, what's about to happen next, which, as we all know, is the opening to our theme song. I don't even need to uh, really bring that up, but he he shits himself. Uh-huh. It's dookie. He shits himself out of what you're interpreted to believe is fear, but maybe he is just really loosey-goosey drunk. Yeah, whiskey shits. <laughs> because at, at no point does he say, I'm afraid of you, or don't kill me, or... Uh, here's my monies, or mm-hmm. it, it was a setup. They got my wife held hostage. I had no choice. I'm your biggest fan. Don't hurt me. He just shits himself and says, Dookie. Mm-hmm. That is what a drunk man would say. Yep. <laughs> and then the scene just ends. And then cut. <laughs> scene. Scene. Do you think Hogan gave him a ride home? <laughs> well, let's call it taxi, brother. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I want to know? Is this because this is one of those scenes where we start to get a lot of the close ups of Hulk Hogan. And I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but his mustache mm-hmm. goes down like a normal mustache. Right. And then when it gets about, I don't know, like a diagonal line from his nose, uh-huh. it goes in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Straight down. No. No. He, it goes he'll... out to yeah. the left or to the right, depending on which side you're looking at. What? It is really yeah. quite odd. So and also he comes it straight down, and then he puts a middle. He it's a double arc middle peak. 
in the mustache, and then the handlebars go out. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of time spent on this mustache. And the top of his mustache, right below his nose, you know, because they have the, the top of the mustache, right, that goes right up to your nose. And then right over his lip, it also is like a nice, fine point. You're listening to Stash Speak on the Sneaker Madness Podcast Radio Network. It was the most well-groomed mustache I have ever seen in my life. In terms of mustache rides, this is like one of those uh, coach-built pimp Cadillacs. <clears throat> Sam, do you think that there's a woman out there right now who is on a similar podcast, or even a totally different podcast, recording right now, who, whose running joke is the opposite of the Time Machine hit list, but the mustache ride list. Yeah. And she's like, looks up at night every now and then and looks at the moon and goes, God, I wonder if there's a chubby Italian guy someplace thinking that something dumb as me right now. Yeah, there is. <laughs> when stars align, <laughs> Sam's gonna get a wife. Yeah, I'll be like, oh. Then she'll like be like, I voted for Trump. Oh, oh no! no! <laughs> Uh, and that's when you go dookie and then scene and then you don't have to worry about it anymore because i guess that's done what the fuck is this scene is it a hit what is this russell's people if if they can't get him to sign so they're just going to take him into a garage and be like they're going to beat the hell out of him and end his career so that that way they can start getting ratings i don't think they are it was a bad plan it's a bad plan it's almost as good as my plans does it involve riding a mustache? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of mustache rides, uh, Rip meets his new agent, a lady agent. Named Sam. Yeah. It doesn't look anything like our Sam. Joan Severance, who yes. she's pretty attractive. I thought she was a day player. I think she is a day player. She's yeah. really pretty. I loved her green eyes Ooh. and her thick black hair. I just, just looked not, uh, she's hot. Not as much as James Hong loves green eyes, though. Uh, not as much as Meg Foster creeps me the fuck out. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no offense to Meg Foster, but Jesus. Uh, Rip loses all semblance of professionalism in this scene. Like, this is the most Harvey Weinstein we could possibly <laughs> put into a film. Wowie wow, is this sexual harassment here? Yeah. He could have turned into a cartoon wolf. And let his and howled and then let his tongue fall out. And then also slandered her afterwards. Like she's slinging out good ideas, really, you know, smart, savvy business talk. And he's just like, duh, uh, I was going to talk once the lady shut up because this is nothing. She doesn't know shit. I don't think that that was where that That's was going. Exa- he, ch- oh. he tunes out Jackie. No, he is daydreaming about. Getting some. Mm-hmm. It, does, it doesn't make any sense because he's like, oh, I'm like all over. He's like eyeball fucking her. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to the point where like he realizes there's a woman closer to him. And then he just starts like tuning out on her like, well, I'm so aroused by this woman that you'll do because <laughs> you're only three feet away. <laughs> well, I see. I think that he also checks out on like, I don't believe you. You're a woman. You can't be good at this because he's like, look, I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's talk. Let's do this later. Yeah. He was trying to power play her because he, yeah, he, he because liked you her. have to. I guess. No. I, he's trying to play the game of love, Justin. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, this is some of that boardroom uh, sexual harassment that you people have jobs have to deal with. Yeah. 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 The uh, sex- not everybody can be a sugar 
Oh wait, that's me. When I when I get uh, sexual harassed at work, it's because my hand is on my bag. Oh, because <laughs> they itch real bad. That's the, oh boy, it's the cramps. <laughs> if you need to get rid of your personal self sexual harassment, try Gold Bond. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, the Gold Bond works. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> uh, so she's like, okay, fine, you fucking Neanderthal, whatever. Let's go to dinner, and we'll talk about it, you and me, because I guess that's the only way we're going to talk business is if it's just like you get the thought that it's a date. Sure. I kind of thought that this was kind of smooth, though, because she's like, well, and he's like, well, why don't you just focus on my charity work? I don't want to talk about it right now. Even though this is my only meeting today, right? This is the, the only. He's got to go work out. I and don't drink even protein ha- shakes and plug a toilet. Like may today, this might be the only meeting he has in a month. Like what? What does he have to do with anything? When you're a wrestler that's at this level, I would just be like, all that other shit. You take care of it. I don't care about the merchandising. I don't care about the publicity. Blah 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 blah. I'm gonna go out there and wrestle. I'll show up for the children and do my charity work. Cool. Why am I even here? Yeah, which is a misrepresentation of wrestling because those fuckers work their asses off. Right, I'm going to go wrestle. They're like every week, some other town. Right. Holy God, that's got to be awful. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like the circus. I just now thought of this. Sort of, yeah. Only more Wrestlers awesome. are like carnies. And no. With less Yes, injuries. they are. They have costumes. Uh, they put carnies on shoes. Carnies don't have costumes, Jackie. Yes, they do. No, no Sword swallowing. That sword, mo- sword that- swallowing ladies have costumes. No, that's those not a carny, carnies. that's a performer. Carney, carnival, carnival Carney. folk. Yeah, carnival folk. That's not the that's same. That's not thing. the same as the circus at all. The bearded lady. That's, that's a circus, circus performer. Oh, just keep talking. Just keep. What just about the mermaid it, lady? Like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm gonna. That's a fucking sideshow. That's it. The at a carnival, right? No, at a circus. Oh, never mind then. What is sort of like a circus though? She she was on to something yeah. until she's like, yeah, corny folk. They dress up in <laughs> costumes. No, that fucking denim vest is just what they wear every day. That's not a costume. God damn it. I thought that's what they required all carnival people to wear. Uh, the Canadian tuxedo. Then <laughs> <laughs> you can't wash it for at least three weeks. No, technically you have to wear a shirt to wear the Canadian tuxedo. Carnies just wear yeah. a denim vest. Sleeves cut off. Anyways, now that that That's the Canadian business casual is the sleeveless, ripped off vest, sleeve vest. This is, we have gone from just being awesome to shit. Yeah. (laughs) We are no longer the number one podcast. Oh my God, we failed. I got my, some dog just bit my foot. Have you guys seen Thunder in Paradise? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That show was odd. (laughs) Okay, so she, she's like, let's go to this fancy dinner. And he's like, cool, I'm a wrestler. I don't know shit about fuck. And they show up, and she's like, oh, my God, this guy's so dumb. And, and this is the first time we see him in regular people clothing. Yeah, try not to fucking dress like a fucking Neanderthal, you poop stick. And he's like, yeah, whatever, ringy-ding-ding, bruh. He and, has a really nice white suit on. He looks good. Yeah, no, he shows up. He's he's uh, he's looking like he's uh, going to start one of those new... Uh, boy bands. Boy bands or uh, <laughs> non-denom- goal- non-denominational uh, give-me-money church. Yep. He looks like he's in Boys to Men, except for the skullet. So this French, uh, the, the, the concierge from uh, that Ferris Bueller's restaurant shows up, basically, and he's like, 
Ew, you are not the sausage king of Chicago. And he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure I am because I know everything on your menu, motherfucker. These guys come out, the restaurant workers behind him, and they're like, oh my God, it's Rip. Oh shit, Rip, yeah. back, man. We love you. Well, the water boy starts it, right? He's he's trying to get over to there to say hello, and yeah. he's waving at him. Like, dude, that's Rip. And the uh, waiter goes, get out of here. Yeah. He's a blah. I've had half of a 32 ounce gin and tonic and I'm ready to pretend to speak French. (laughs) S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. You were closer than Sam was to actual language. So good job on that one. That's that's just Antonio Banderas, Sam. (laughs) So it turns out he goes there all the time. He is a fancy dude as well. Yeah, the chef comes out. Like the water boys goes back and gets everybody. The chef comes out. There's other servers. You're going to have the special riff? Are you going to have your usual? Yeah, the usual. The usual. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Ring a ding ding ding, brah. Yeah. This movie uh, teaches a little bit of life lessons here and there. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover, Sam. So Russell and his cronies visit this uh, dive bar. It's a pretty rowdy place. There's some really big manly men's in there that ha- it also has wrestling instead of like, I guess, a, it, a cow ride, whatever, that, the bull ride. I guess this question needs to be burned right now. Okay. Is this movie actually about wrestling or is in the strange, odd movie world that we have here, which is incredibly child-oriented, mm-hmm. bare-knuckle, box, no-rules bare-knuckle boxing is the uh, premier sport in America? Mm. Because they're not really wrestling so much. No. It's just a fucking fight. Yes. Yeah, okay, so this is what I think. Street, okay. street Fighter, basically. There are a lot of children that watch wrestling uh-huh. that their dads go to the bar all the time. Okay. And this scene is to reassure them that daddy's not there just getting drunk. Daddy is there winning fights. Or getting his ass kicked and sent to the emergency room again. Well, no, because he always comes home and he's not beat up. How was your day, honey? Uh, I won the fight. Somebody had to lose, Jackie. Well, th- when you're a kid and your dad comes home and doesn't have a black eye, then you know your dad won the fight. It's just your mom that does. <laughs> oh, oh! Yeah. Nope. No. 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 Oh, that's right. Your mom left because your dad is a piece of shit. And uh, I'm going to go get some smokes, Billy. And she never came back. That's me. Uh, anyways, uh, so he gets this idea based off of watching these guys that uh, he's going to take and inca- capture what they're doing to the fans that are watching them and sure. bring it to the masses. And he's going to call it the battle of the tough guys. Yes. I'm eight- sorry. What? Yeah. Eight year old. No. Executive producer of television, Jackie. This is this is uh, Jack Donaghy, the, bigger than Jack Donaghy. Like this is as big as you can get. Y- you're the owner of Time Warner. Yeah, you're Ted Fucking Turner. Battle of the Tough Guys. Yeah, you just got on TV, <laughs> and you're like, we got a new game. It's called Yay Red Ball. <laughs> Uh, I I think I've got a great idea for a sitcom. It's called "You're Gonna Laugh at It." I think they actually did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that like half of the titles of English sitcoms? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it's got to be dumber than that. People with jokes. <laughs> 
no. <laughs> no, no, but if I had said Battle of the Tough of the Tough Guys, you would have been like, oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it is a good it would one. Be no, more it's like, not. It's the dumbest, Jackie. <laughs> it would be more like this week on CTN Bunk, I can't find it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Climbing for dollars. <laughs> Climbing for dollars. <laughs> and <coughs> the winner of Battle of the Tough Guys gets a hundred thousand dollars tax free because he does also doesn't know how taxes work maybe the corporation is paying the taxes for him so they're actually giving away a hundred and thirty thousand dollars or whatever 40, the tax rate would be. well it's gonna be weird because it's like an inverse taxation thing so you're gonna have to do a lot of math yeah no you would have to do too, way too much math not really it's just trial and error but yeah, trial and error yeah you, at the worst or you could just say the prize is one hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah there you go Kiss my ass about taxes give you a hundred Hundo. Anyone can enter. You just have to be a tough guy. It's held at the same bar. Uh-huh. They've just kind of spruced it up a little bit. Got rid of the the spittoon on the floor, maybe. The I don't know. Urinal trough of diarrhea. They got waitresses in white shirts now. Ooh, that's better than waitresses in uh spittoon drool shirts. Yeah, if they're wearing brown shirts, that's you got to be careful. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you might have uh, used that to never mind. Clean, yeah, okay. brown pants. Yeah, right. So uh, the first episode's going really well. There's tough guys. They're fighting. They're battling. Uh, I don't know how well it's going. Well, I think it's going pretty well. They've only got three contestants. Well, th- it doesn't matter how many contestants you got, Jackie. It's about how many viewers you got, and vicariously, how many viewers you got equals how many sponsors you get. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I don't understand TV. Yeah. Sorry. And right now- Then you should take over for Russell, because he doesn't either. Yeah. He's like, we got all this, we got all this, but right now, everybody's still watching Love Boat. <laughs> Everybody was watching Love Boat until like they get a notification on their TV, like, dude, you got to switch over to Battle of the Tough Guys, because shit's about to get real, because boom, nobody screams cut, nobody's like, what the fuck, bring in this next guy- Zeus just shows up. He knocks down an entire wall. A fucking giant wall. And there's like smoke billowing out behind him. There's like lighting effects. And, and Russell's like, did you guys bring in this guy? They look at each other like, we didn't bring in this guy. We didn't set this up. I don't know what the fuck. He brought his own fucking lights and smoke effects. Uh-huh. This guy is ready to be on TV. So he comes out there and just screams Beats the shit out of the other three guys, chucks them around. Like even the the big heavy, the the bathroom guy, the yeah. winner from the from he, when we first go to the bar. Right, right. He beats the shit out of him. Even it's not even a competition. I will say that during this close up was the first time that I noticed uh-huh. the unibrow, the fake unibrow that they yeah. brought him. Why yeah. did they do that? I don't know. And it looks like it's about ready to fall off. Is it supposed to be like... Because they also have given him evil eyebrows that meet in the middle. Only... Yeah, I don't know. And you also notice that the same material that they've used for these eyebrows, they've also used for his mustache, for his little goatee patch, and and for the Z on the side of his head. And Skeletor's battle cap. Yeah. It's just like they're like, hey, we got a deal on these fake mustache stuff. Let's just let's just do this. Let's make a toy line. Let's just see what it looks like. Let's have a skeleton face guy ride on the back of your mustache. Mustache ride. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Skeletor wrote a mustache? Might as well have been. It's, it felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Felt yeah, nice? Uh, uh, hey oh my god, uh, that's so lame. Ring a ding ding, bruh. <laughs> Okay, so it rips house. He's watching it because I guess they see that's what I'm saying. Like they had like one of those VR chips that like changes mm-hmm. the channel when something gets too awesome on another channel. Like holy crap, brother! And uh, his trainer, he's like, dude, I know that guy. I used to rep him or train him or whatever, but he's he's too. He got too insane. He got yeah. too violent. He killed a guy after a match. Well, after the bell, so that's the yeah. thing. Oh, that's after. The it match. wasn't just that he killed a person. Uh-huh. But he did it after the bell. Dude. Yeah. And yeah. he says, and he blatantly cool. admits, he's like, I, I'm i not proud that I know this guy. I just do. That's like saying, I'm not proud that I gave you crabs, but I did. I just did. Just did. Uh, would I take it back? I uh, can't. We both have them. Let's yeah, see. I have them still, so yeah. I can't take them back. Yeah. Still can, got them. You can keep them. Look, they've got their own little shopping community. And, oh, look, the one's becoming uh, like the ruler of all the other crabs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Decided to. Risen to power. <laughs> <laughs> They're building a civilization in the crotch. <laughs> Don't worry. There's a rebel resistance in the tough and the crack of your leg <laughs> where your pubic hair meets your leg. Crab wars. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to WTN this summer. And well, you know it's crotch. Yeah, right. You know what's going to be really bad, though, is when they actually do secure lightsabers, and you're in a meeting, and all of a sudden you smell burnt pubic hair, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, it's happened! You look down, you're just missing patches of hair. Versus, you so like, you go to board meetings, and you make executive money, and you're like, you know what, I'm just not going to deal with these crabs. <laughs> They'll let these fuckers run well. Bob, why are you using both hands to vigor- vigorously scratch your crotch? No reason! <laughs> it's a medical condition, so, you know, technically he can. Oh, yeah. So Russell declares Zeus the champion of the Battle of the Tough Guys on yeah. episode one. Well, he did beat everybody up. Well, yeah, but, like... He gets a new challenger every week. That, that's Then so, he's not the fucking champion. So like, is it $100,000 a week, do you think? Yes. Yeah. He's like, you get the $100,000 on episode one. But that's a lot of money for the 80s. Well, that's where we're going to think that this run would that's, be 12 episodes. That's like Newhart money. That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's $1.2 million for a wrestling show. Uh, man. He's not Bob Newhart. He's not Bob Newhart. God Newhart was it. kill wrestling in the ratings. Yeah. Love Bo killed wrestling. Anyways, so... I guess he doesn't know how TV and money works, but the show is number one. Everybody mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, it's the biggest deal ever, even though it was only seven minutes long. Uh, sorry to steal that from you. Oh, that's fine. I wasn't going to use it. Uh, week two, I guess. They're... Guys, do we have anything for week two? No. And then one lady in the corner is like, we got 23 and a half hours every day besides this shit. <laughs> Uh, take a leak and jump out the window. Yeah. You're not working here anymore. Okay, whatever. This place sucks. I think if anybody were to tell me to take a leak, I'd probably just look at him like, what the fuck are you talking what about? What does that even mean? Okay, thanks for the bathroom break? Either that or you just pull up your skirt and start pissing on their floor. Ooh. That would... And you're like, I'm taking a leak. Is there anything else I can do for you today, sir? Just Clean. to be a dick. Clean it up. 
No, uh, that's what the janitorial staff is for. Then you're fired? No, because you told me to. Now I'm considering the sexual harassment. There's a whole thing that you yeah. can do with it. You'd be like, do you like this? You like sexual peeing? Go get a penthouse from the mid-2000s. Because it's sexual Or wait, is it Hustler? Peeing. It was the Hustler that had the Hustler, yeah. 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 Why? Um, I don't think... You World Television Network has an HR department, Jackie. Their number, their num- exactly. He's saying it so much better than me. Their number one TV <laughs> show is Battle of the Tough Guys. I'm, like, sexual pings on after that. that is sexual <laughs> ping is the next show. All right, but they have a British announcer for sexual pings, so it works. Hmm. Because now it's classed it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they do with TV shows now. Oh, okay. Okay. They put a British announcer behind it so that it sounds kind of nice. Nice? Oh, okay. Anyways, we have to keep going. Uh, Week two, Zeus fights uh, the lug wrench in a foundry. Yes. He's going on site now. Yeah. Well, that's what the first one was. No, it wasn't. It was in the bar. Yeah, the first one was in the bar. So do they just take the sign down and stuff and then just move it to the next place? Yeah. Yeah, Shows on the road. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, lug wrench dies. I think Zeus kills him. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what it seems like. He pounds him into the ground and he's smoking afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Battle of the Tough Guys is over. Like, it, it's now killer TV. Yeah. Uh, the F-E, uh, FCC is going to have something to say about that one. Oh, no. He's not dead. Everyone at the FCC was watching Love Boat. Oh, yeah. Good point. And good call on their part. So Rip and Sam go on a little bit of publicity tour together. Uh, romance Blossoms. Sure. We shouldn't even have to say that because, of course, Romance yeah. Blossoms. This publicity thing, is this where the helicopter lands? No. Oh, no. okay. Never mind then. Uh, they go into a restaurant, He, uh, a diner. He gets rave reviews from the locals. This lady's like, you should marry this one because he's amazing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still not buying it until some burglars come in. And scream out, nobody ever robs, runs a, robs a diner. We should do that, honey bunny. Yeah. And uh, so they do, And but Rip beats the shit out of them. Destroys the whole place. Right. Destruction of plenty, but it makes her really appreciate him because he's the ultimate tough guy. Yeah. Such a nice man. I should bone this man. I personally, my Weirdly. favorite part of this whole fight was when he ripped the stool off of the floor. Uh-huh. From the counter right area, and threw the guy in him in the head. It was just Jackie likes people getting hit in the head with objects. Yeah, everybody knows. It was so funny. The look on the guy's face as the mask kind of comes off, and he's like, "Yeah." That night, back at the hotel room, there's only one room with only one bed. Uh oh, what are we gonna do? It was her company that made the mistake. Oh, mistake. I beg to differ. <laughs> and in the meantime, he's sitting there going, oh, fuck. I had a really big burrito at that diner. <laughs> I, have a, I have a big burrito every day, brother. Yeah, I don't think it matters which day it is. I bet the Hulkster takes massive dukes. Yep. Ring-a-ding-ding, blunk. <laughs> <laughs> I need some more toilet paper, brother. <laughs> So to be a gentleman, because, you know, that's the type of guy he is, he hangs a blanket to separate the beds with, oh, boy. Yeah. 
the, the his outfit. Yeah, you want to talk about his wrestling outfit, Jackie? His That's, pajamas are worse. His pajamas are insane. It's a pair of running shorts uh-huh. and a tank top. <laughs> no matching. A yeah. tie dyed tank top that matches his very tiny running shorts. His track shorts. Yeah, competition track shorts. But it gets better for him. Oh, because then when he gets to his own side of the bed, <laughs> he just has a mankini on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, I didn't think he could get any less clothing on until that happened. And his ass looks great in that shot. Yeah, they really they really worked that up nice for yeah. about five shots, actually. that he, he did look, I was like, wow. So there's some awkward fumbling, dialogue-wise. Uh, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I can trust you. Well, I don't know if I can trust you. We've both been hurt before. Uh-huh. And your panties are gigantic. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was like, yep, that was some 80s sexy right there, matching bra and grandma underwears. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you think is sexy in panties? Um, not half of a tablecloth with wings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, Hulk, I just don't know you well enough. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. She goes to sleep. She wakes up. To Hulk jerking it mm, on no. the other side of the bed. It seems like he's jerking it. He is not jerking it, but that's what's implied uh-huh. inside of a children's movie. Yep. Ear, ear. Yeah, he's doing push-ups in the middle of the night. Anyways. Super fast ones that seem like jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, because the I believe the rhythm is... <sighs> no, well, no, like no, no. Double time on that. <laughs> how i do it mm-hmm. uh and finally she <laughs> oh my god finally, huh. finally he comes in at about 4 30 in the fucking morning uh from working out i guess gets in bed the weight of his body even though he was already in bed he earlier intentionally destroys this he bed. does yeah, yeah he, he gives does. this bed like an elbow drop he gives it the big leg yeah pretty much yeah he's like i'm gonna big leg you over into my penis there's a there's one of those like little uh disclaimers on the side of the bed that says do not tear off. Also, never. Get, this bed is not rated for legs that are big. No. No. Well, you know, and it's only hold up there with two screws. <laughs> and he, you know, That's we what already... she was hoping for. Oh. No. So he like loses his temper, kind of, and like blames her for his internal failings as a human. Mm. That's how I interpret his actions right here. Like, dude, what's your fucking beef, man? She's being a a mean bitch. No, she isn't. She rolls on top of him because of the fucking gravity of the fucking bed. And she's like, dude, what are you doing? You're being an asshole. And she's like, I'm not being an asshole. You're being the fucking asshole because you didn't put out. I don't think that that's... Sam, what's your interpretation? He's being an asshole because she's trying to sleep and he's just fucking... Even if he's not jerking off, he's jerking around. <laughs> right. Fucking Jesus. Did what, whatever you're doing, go do it somewhere else. I'm right. trying to sleep. Right. He is the asshole of this scene, and you're like, nah, she's being a bitch. He was trying to make a funny, and she was just like. <laughs> a funny by destroying the bed yeah. while she's sleeping in it? I made a funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would do the same thing and laugh my ass off when you fell on top of me. See, uh. you saw his butt in those underwear and you're like oh my god Hulk Hogan mesmerized me you should put out lady no but I think it's <laughs> funny that he broke the bed 
And then she freaks out, and he's like, hey, I'm just, you she know. She doesn't freak out. She's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. She's like, I almost was asleep. You had stopped jerking around it's for like 10 seconds. We have to get up for a flight. It's 6.30 in the morning. So cool, Hulk. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, I liked the scene. He, he's a douche. At the same time, I blame both of them for not knowing that you can just ask for a cot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or sleep on the floor. That's what I would have done. Anyways, uh, cut to her being revealed as a double agent. What? Oh, my God. This was probably the worst cut in the it's movie. It's terrible. Because mm-hmm. he storms out. It pans over to her. And then all of a sudden, she's completely dressed in white, sitting on a couch with this look on her face. Like, what am I supposed to do about it? When is this? And where are they? Wait, she's a double agent for Russell? Huh? Okay. And then, and then like, cut to... Well, he slaps her around for failing to bone Rip. Mm. Cut back to her telling Rip, hey, I'm a double agent. It's not even her telling it's Rip going, hey, I understand you were a double agent. It's cool. I forgive you. Uh, The end Mm. of that whole entire thing in the span of maybe 30 seconds. And this is where it kind of gets funny again, because then he's like, but the hotel is charging the broken bed to your company. (laughs) And he's serious about it. Yeah cool guy and she's like i'm pouring out my heart and soul to you and you're fucking talking about a hotel bed that you broke because like, you're a douche yeah he, but he's like i broke the shit out of that bed <laughs> the leg that is big of all time if they would have had selfies back then he would have selfied himself he would have been like let me mm-hmm. take a selfie mm-hmm. dude rip is a selfie machine yeah he would have angled it downwards where the whole world saw her fucking giant ass panties too <laughs> he would have been like, <laughs> like hey Anybody need a car chamois with wings? <laughs> Got one right here on this lady. Little ring-a-ding-ding, bro, on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. So later that scene, they start making out because she loves him, I guess. And it's They're gross. in a tickle fight. Oh, so gross. It's not romantic. It is disgusting. It is. It- and he looks greasy right there like oh man you just ruined that couch bud at at least neil breen knows you gotta get to second base yeah right yeah Yeah, you gotta take those shirts off first i mean he gets stuck there but you guys didn't make it that far well they do have one excuse they get distracted by seeing zeus on tv Mm -hmm. and uh he's calling rip out he's like this is his only line come fight me dude or you're a big butthole yeah, I'm sure that that's how that went. And Rip's like, I'm not a bowl, you're a bowl, rubber glue, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Later and then she's th- like, don't let it get to you, honey. Those are just words. Later that day <laughs> at a charity event, that is. Billy Madison's fucking, Billy passed the first grade. Billy Madison's first grade graduation. God, I wrote that exactly. Billy passed the third grade. This is. Oh, what a glorious day. Seriously, Billy Madison's first graduation. I love it. Uh, That's what I thought, too. (laughs) Okay, no. You you didn't write it down on paper, so. No, I don't write anything down on paper. I just like to be an ass on this show. For some reason, Zeus and Russell show up in a helicopter, and they walk up. And they're like, hey, you going to do this? And Rip doesn't say anything. He just snorts and goes, ooh. And then they're like, I guess you're a bitch. And get back in the helicopter and fucking leave. How much did that cost to not have anything happen? So for a second, I thought that Zeus was going to tear off the helicopter door. Because the way that he grabbed it was like, oh, that's a bad idea there, Zeus. Or like, he should have come in there and like been like dude you're gonna wrestle or else 
And Hulk's like, or else what? And then they start grabbing kids. Yeah, he fucking grabs a kid. Like, this kid's coming with me, or I'm going to fucking break its neck. You, you got to agree. That's, you well, can't do that for on, ratings. man. It's PG-13. That's true. Come on. It's like, dude, you got to... Nothing happens here. PG-13 for a cigar box belt buckle and a squirrel skull brace necklace. Yeah. Hey, That's what this, Zeus is wearing in this scene. Right. Yeah, he's getting some uh, outfit upgrades. Mm. They're still terrible, but yeah. And he's got bracelets now, like Wonder Woman. Nobody found him a fucking razor for his eyebrow, but... (laughs) Well, no, that's trademark now. (laughs) I mean, like, dude, you can at least make, like, a threat to the kids. Like, if you don't agree, I'm going to go apeshit and, like, tear this charity event to the ground. Because the very next scene, Russell has Sam kidnapped or raped. I don't fucking know what his intention was. Maybe the kidnapper got a little loosey-goosey with what his uh, job was, but... Mm. Uh, I think he was supposed to rape her well, he's, and he's, kill her. The problem is... He's headed to not nice town. Yeah. You, you, when you say things to a hired help, like, you know, send a message, uh-huh. then they kind of... You leave a little too much open to open interpretation. Is the message written on the end of my yeah. ding-dong? Yeah, I got, that's where his message in a penis... Message in a penis. Squirt. That's where the message comes out. <laughs> the message is gonorrhea. Or babies. Oh. <laughs> but Rip rides up on his motorcycle and uh, basically just runs this guy over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This was badass. As a as a person who spent the entire day on a motorcycle before we watched this movie, I was thinking, could I do that to somebody? Run over no. a guy? No, like get them, you know, where they are on your front fender and you're packing them towards a tree and then you slam on your brakes and they hit the tree. No, you could not uh, do that. I don't think the front fender will hold that much weight. No. Eh, probably not. There's a Dynaglide, too. They don't make that bike anymore. It's a nice looking bike. Yeah. So he rides back over to Sammy. Sammy. Rides back over to Sam. And uh, this is his line. Are you okay? God, I hate it when you're hurt. <laughs> Delivered yeah. exactly as I just did. And she's like, no, I'm not okay. I almost got raped I in a parking lot. almost got raped in a parking lot. I'm pretty fucked up right now. Like, I don't like it. God, I hate it when you're hurt. And, you know, they cut the scene because right after this happened, she's like, do you have a knife? And he was like, yeah. You got a knife in that biker bag? Yeah. She goes and gets it, and then she walks over to that fucking tree and cuts that guy's units off. And then he goes over there and says, are you okay? I hate when you cut people's dicks off. I hate it when you cut people's dicks off. And then a dog comes and eats the wiener. Yeah. We saw that earlier in a movie today with Sonny Chuba. And then he Ooh. goes over to the dog and is like, are you okay? <laughs> I love it when you eat wieners. <laughs> Especially rapist wieners. Yeah. So Rip's little brother goes down to the foundry. Uh, with his buddy who later becomes the smoke monster and lost hey there's that lost reference hey. again uh, he goes to the foundry with his friend and to see zeus in action like oh let's check it out dude it'll be cool I thought this Nothing was a train bad. station yeah whatever this one is a train factory yeah, yeah. get it right justin yeah, it's got flames and stuff so it's a more problem. sparks yeah uh they're dumb why would they even do this like you're gonna get nabbed sure enough they get nabbed like right after the match Russell's there. He's like, dude, oh, you're you're fucking gonna be worm food here, Buster. Drags him over to Zeus, and Zeus beats him unconscious. Apparently, yeah. like, does 
more damage than that too uh he ends up in the hospital after getting kicked a couple times and thrown to the ground yeah well you know step one don't wear a rip em shirt to Und- a zeus fight stupid. undercover yeah duh 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 stupids uh so Ugh, so the in, 80s so in revenge rip trashes uh zeus's gym well, yeah why they watch from a video camera well uh, russell and those guys do yeah but they're making commentary he can hear their commentary right and it's just weird they're like still why, him. why is this fucking scene here they've obviously spent at least 15 dollars yeah. in posters and you realize now that the head of the network and his two main assistants are only concerned with this one program what is going on with the other 23 and a half hours that day and the other 24 hours the other six days. That um, pee lady, she's in charge of that, right? Yeah, she ran Love Boat. Ratings were great. Uh, no, the pee lady, you fired her, Russell. Oh. She ran Love Boat on the other channel. Uh, she's like, take that, the, Russell. The ratings on this one. So we don't have a pee lady anymore? No. Uh, oh yeah, this is the '80s when you know it was still okay to grope women at work. Oh, we just run commercials. Uh, we'll just show commercials. Yeah, shows commercials. Make all the cash. Twenty yeah, why not? three and a half hours. Hey, you know what we need to do? We need to get the uh, the lady that did uh, Hardcastle and McCormick. Who's that the lady you just fired? Ah, uh, no but commercials though. Commercials. Yeah, we'll sell all the commercials. We'll just have commercial channel. All of the cash. Nobody's ever thought of this before. It's the greatest idea. Everybody well, no, will watch. Nobody will watch. Yeah, but who cares if anybody's watched? We sell commercials. Here, here's the thing, though, is that this was where the infomercial was born. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Are you sure? Because no. I bought the Time Magazine Ultimate 80s CD collection. <laughs> what? From World was, Television Network. Yeah, I was super okay. drunk, okay. and it was on TV, and I just got my first credit card, and I was like... Oh, fuck yeah. Oof. Yeah, maybe World Television Network is your yeah. television network, Jackie. <laughs> and I think I was going for Scarecrow and Miss Miller, not Hardcastle and McCormick, because Hardcastle and McCormick canceled almost immediately. <laughs> right. uh, so it's on. The match of the century. Rip versus Zeus in the Battle of the Tough Guys. Wait, hasn't the whole thing been the Battle of the Tough Guys? I guess. It, I don't know what he's got running. So what is the other day. network option this for? Because he's under contract, so they got to dig this for at least 50%. Right. You know, they probably come in hardball and actually fucking take it for 56% by the end of it, right? Uh-huh. Good job. <laughs> so, Rip, it should be noted. This is the only thing that I think is interesting about this movie, uh, aside from how dumb and fun it is. Yeah. Rip spends the entire training montage caring for his little brother. Uh-huh. Well, that's the kind of guy he is. Right, but when he have is. we ever seen, in any movie, when there's clearly a training montage happening, Rocky's lifting big bales of hay and shit, and uh, Dolph's doing on the computer going, I'm totally ripped on steroids because I'm Russian. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen that before. No, because he's the Hulkster. He's just that big. Right. That's the, that's what we're supposed to believe. Is he's it? not only a big man, but he's got a big heart. B- the biggest. The biggest heart. And he cares about people. And the smallest Except balls. Except for women uh, and black people. No, he, that's not true. He chases down a rapist and kills him. I thought he was pretty good friends with Junkyard Dog, wasn't he? They were oh, like, no, I meant, I meant Rip. 
Oh, yeah. No. As evidenced by this, the evidence of the and film. every woman a... in that town loved him. Is there yeah. any black people in this movie? Yeah, at the diner. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The one. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> and Zeus. I mean, he's black too, but who's counting? Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn gin and tonics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the arch nemesis is a black guy. Racist. Wait a second. I just said junkyard dog like eight sentences ago. <laughs> and now on Drunk Podcast History. So upon entering the arena for the main event, uh, Samantha is uh, nabbed because, you know, that's just what happens in film. And taken up to watch the main event because it's all part of a kidnapping ploy again to get Rip to take a dive. Take a dive after ten minutes. You don't. If you don't take a dive, something bad's gonna happen. Oh yeah, what's that? I dare you to find out. So it's on. Rip starts getting whipped. He's getting beat up, uh, thrown around, decimated. I think all because of this kidnapping thing. I don't know. But then eventually Sam escapes slowly. Slowly. But she saves herself. Right. Like Even though the trainer's like, I'm going to get her. And he goes. Oh, yeah. There's the other black guy in this movie. Yeah. yeah. The yeah there's a lot black. of black people in this yeah, movie. There is. Yeah. Good job, Sam. Good job, Sam. <laughs> Good job, Sam. I mean, it's not Black Panther or anything, but I mean, you know. Well, you know, they had super sweet or technology. Creed. That movie was fucking sweet. Yeah, that movie was fucking awesome. Okay, can we move on? Oh, okay, sorry. Um, Elevators. Rip's about to go down. He's about to take his dive. You can see it in his eyes. He's, he's going, I don't want to do it, but I'm just getting punched in the face a lot, so I may just go down because this I'm getting is, really tired. Yeah, where Brad Pitt falls through the water and you feel like he's taking the dive. <laughs> What movie is that? Snatch. Snatch. Uh, Zeus is going to fucking kill him. He's going to stab him with a pipe. He's going to kill him on national television when everyone else is watching The Love Boat. Technically, he does kill him because it gives him the neck breaker, which in every movie that kills a guy. So I don't know why it doesn't appear. I don't know. Uh, But then he sees Sam. Oh, she's okay. I can go Ultimate Warrior again. I've got my power back. But here's another thing, though. What? Along with him seeing Sam, around that same time, he looks at his brother. Ah, uh, who cares about the little brother? And his finger is moving. Yeah. Yeah. So and they're, they're trying to, like, tie that into, like, oh, my God, he's getting his mobility back. But in the montage, we saw him walking around, like, using his hands and shit. And so right. it's like, yeah, he can do the ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah. What's... And I'm going to burn a question right here. Did we only see him... From the left side before, because either that happened or he's got raisins on his face during this scene. I don't know what this is. I thought they, it was blood spat. I don't It looks know. like he's got two raisins stuck to his face. Like, I didn't do a good job with my post raisin and flakes. What are those <laughs> called? <laughs> raisin raisin brand? Yeah, why not? I don't like that cereal. Why should I know what it's called? That's true. So he sees Sam. He's getting his power back. He comes back and starting to beat Zeus up. And then Zeus is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, fuck this. I am out of here. He fucking leaves. He goes up the stairs mm-hmm. through the crowd, kicks the little brother on the way in the chest, yeah. and then goes up towards the producer's booth and starts going like, ah. As Jackie said during, he throws an usher. Yeah. <laughs> he chucks an, <laughs> he usher. an usher. At which point, a woman in a pink dress calls timeout. <laughs> 
like we have to try to like go because it's hard to like when we're talking about this movie it's like it's so terrible that we were on the outside but every once in a while you have to dive into the movie world every once in a while and in the movie world an usher gets thrown at hulk hogan and then a woman in a pink dress is like i'm pretty sure that's against the rules of this <laughs> Hold on. time out everybody let's call a reset here she makes she's the tea now, sign yeah she's the new referee Essentially. There's no referee. It's the she battle has, of the tough guys. She has four rolls of quarters in her little handbag. Damn. And if you don't fucking t- do her timeout, she is going to come up behind you and clock you. Maybe she should oh, be yeah. bad in the battle of the tough and guys. And if you've ever been hit by it, you go down. Yeah. Update. <laughs> Update. <laughs> there was stuff before Mace. It was called four rolls of pennies. And you went down. <laughs> Meanwhile, Russell is flipping the fuck out. He's like... Kill him! Get, get him! He's right there! What are you doing, Zeus? Yeah. He starts fucking tearing the shit out of the producer's he, booth, cutting his own feed. It's no longer on t- The battle of the t- tough guys has been interrupted. I'm sorry, we are down for, for technical difficulties. Which, if we remember back in the 80s, sometimes the TV station would go off, and it would be off for like six hours. Right, absolutely. Uh, it's off. What is he doing? It doesn't matter. Everybody's still watching The Love Boat. Well, I guess that's true, but why does he care who wins this? He should be like, oh, my God, this is fucking epic. Through the roof ratings. Beep, boop. Ka-ching, ka-ching, oh, ka-ching, yeah. ka-ching. Because there's not going to be a tough guy anymore. Because why? Because Hulk Hogan will be the tough guy, and he doesn't work for that network. Well, I'm pretty sure he is working for them right now. But if he would have been, when they hardlined that 56% profit deal on the advertising, he stuck one in on the bottom end because he's a little savvy. And he was like, well, you know what? Zeus goes down. Battle of the Tough Guys 2 rematch three months. Right. Or at Any the same boxing time, promotion. Dude, we have all the fucking sponsorship money in the world. Here's what we're going to do. We just buy his fucking contract because you can do that. He don't. He doesn't. Even, Rip doesn't even get a fucking say. You go to the other network. I want to buy that contract. What, what, What's what, your price? How much do you need? I bought that contract. <laughs> Rip works for fucking me. That's I, how the, contracts work. The price of that contract is the plot of this movie. Right. Mm. <sighs> so he cuts the feed to the network. Here's why he does that: is so no one can see. Rip kill Zeus and Russell. They're both fucking dead. Yeah, he he kills them both. He, they're, they're dead. He doesn't do anything to prevent Russell's death. I wouldn't say he goes out of the way of killing him. He scares him into death is more like it. He gets electrical wires up his butthole. Yeah. Uh-huh. And right. it shocks the shit out of him. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dookie. Roasted turds. Ring a ding ding, brah. Yeah, ring a ding ding, brah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> dead people, ring a ding ding, brah. <laughs> Awesome. So I got to burn a check to that. Ring ding ding, bro. <laughs> I got a question about this though, because when Zeus falls back into the ring, uh-huh. yes. from, from about twenty feet yeah, up, yeah, it's a perfect octagon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know where you're going. Keep going. Keep going. Why? Oh, I thought you were gonna be like <laughs> what I was gonna do later, but I have to do now. No rules, but in an eight sided ring, right? So the UFC stole their shit from this movie? Ooh. Ooh. But we got chain link fence. Bro. Yeah, because that shit's expensive. And barbed wire and tribal tats. Well, you know, that's the, you know, that's like Sophie's choice of the competitors, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fucking chucks Zeus 20 feet 
onto the mat below. He crashes through it where there was a pipe stuck. Yeah. Right in the He's middle dead. Of it. He's fucking dead, He's dead, man. He well, in one of the shots, there is blood clearly coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Which we all know in PG thirteen movies means that guy is that fucking guy dead. Is dead. That is actually a trope. Yeah. Blood out of the mouth is dead equal equivalent in PG thirteen. Cutting to uh it's cutting to the fireplace. Yeah. Those people had sex. Also, uh when it, the act in slow motion in a PG thirteen is dead too. So Russell or Kurt Fuller being electrocuted in slow motion. If the slow motion is there, he's he dead. is dying. He's dead. This yep. is a uh, this is a this is a like now not only the FCC is going to get involved, but like the Justice Department and uh, maybe the SEC. Uh-huh. And like, dude, the federal government is shutting down the Battle of the Tough Guys. Gone uh-huh. too far, man. Uh, fucking grand jury and inquest. The problem is they were all watching the Love Boat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they cut the news feed, so nobody really knows. I mean, right. right. Uh, it's too bad that they did because now a miracle has happened by getting kicked in the chest. The little brother can stand now. <laughs> he was, and I wanted to rewind this, and I forgot. I wonder if the raisins were still on his face in this shot. They, they were. were, yeah, they were. Because oh. I kept watching that. Like once you see it, it's really hard not to keep looking at it. Like and what, what the fuck is that? On? I don't know. I don't know about anything. Uh, credits, folks. Ooh, but the best ever is the freeze frame at the end where he's doing oh, the ring ding dingy bro. Oh, right. Yeah. But it's not the same place. No, it's not. <laughs> it's from the beginning of the movie. Right. Well, the editor got some work done. <laughs> no holds barred. Sam, what's your questions? Or question. My main question would be, the, what is Russell Kurt Fuller's end game once he gets to his end game? He's like, oh, now we're going to make him throw the match. Because what? Like, where Right. Where do you go next? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who wins. You go for the second fight. He doesn't know how TV fucking works. Or boxing promotions that have been around for 200 years at this point. Yeah, it's insane. No, he's an idiot. This is the idiot plot, for sure. This, uh, Like, because, I mean, it's it's... It's like a like you have to get to it, but once you think about it, it's the idiot plot because the entire point of this movie is television ratings, and he doesn't fucking care about them. So it's the idiot plot. Well, obviously, he's been running this shit against the love boat the whole time. Right, right, right. Jackie, you're up. Does Hulk Hogan win Best Dramatic Actor for his scene by his brother's hospital bed when he starts crying with the black and white? Outfit on. Like, he does a like, lot better than I thought he would have. Like in what category? Like in real life? I just said best dramatic actor. Well, no, this he, is a made-up thing. Like he this. didn't. He didn't win. He might right now. Best dramatic actor. In, we, we are the poll for this. Yeah. In this movie. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna uh, give it to the poop guy. <laughs> oh no, Kurt Fuller is just. He's just too. He's too much of a rounder as a TV exec dickhead. You know who my favorite person in this film is? The waitress at the trashy bar. She is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. She's real good. The, the snorting and the snot is She yucky. came to give a hammy performance and she delivered. See, I don't know, though, because when I watched it this time around, 
because she makes this like snarl face, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's just sound over that they decided to add that later. That this the that she's like making snot because she never spits. Right. That that's my uh, I am assuming that they added that sound later I, like, I, to I make think, it funny. I think her character's great. I don't have any questions. Both both of them got answered. Like why Hulk Hogan the movie? Actually, no. Why Hulk Hogan the movie star? That that's my that's my question. Why we know why Hulk Hogan the wrestler, according to you, because he's big. But why Hulk Hogan the movie star? Why him? Sure, he's the number one wrestler in the world. But so what? He stinks at acting. Yeah, because he's terrible at it. We talked about this in the uh, specifically. In the Hell Come to Hell Comes to Frogtown episode, right? Why Hulk Hogan? Because he's gonna play ball, even though he was—he's the champ because he played ball. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with wrestling—you got to play ball a little bit. The biggest personality in wrestling was Rowdy Roddy Fucking Piper, right? Absolutely, we all loved Roddy. Yeah, Roddy was in, the, and, and he transcended a mediocre career when mm-hmm. you really look at what he did in wrestling even though he was fucking awesome he never got belts because he wouldn't ever play ball right but he was a personality that was huge and he's actually just charismatic as fuck and why hulk hogan is because he played ball yeah no that makes perfect sense good explanation final recommendations on no holds barred jackie i'm gonna start with you oh it's a definite do okay uh, i the costumes are weird and the bit part actors, if you watch the other actors that are in the room that maybe don't have lines or have very few lines, they're hilarious. Like, everybody really believes in this project, and it and it shows. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, because everyone is fully fucking invested in this. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're watching it, you know that they are all 110%, and it's shit. It's shit. But that 110%, it wouldn't be such an enjoyable bad movie without that 110%. So it's like, I'm so glad that you all believed in it. And ultimately, it was for the wrong reason. But you were right. This shit is enjoyable as fuck. Yeah, I, I also give it a do. This is the type of blockbuster that every year should have. Just like that, dude, seriously? Against Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, huh? Okay, whatever. 20 years later, you find it, and you're like, holy crap, this movie is amazingly mm-hmm. stupid and awful and terrible. Uh, this is a this is a hallmark gem sure. of the genre. So, yeah, totally do. Got some listener feedback, uh, starting with an email from our good listener, Jack B. Uh, he gets priority feedback because he subscribes to us on Patreon. If you would also like to do that, go to patreon.com forward slash sticker madness. Check some dollars our way. We will try to spend them not on hookers and blow. I will spend them on hookers and blow. Yeah, don't give it to Sam. Give it to Patreon. Yeah, he's trying to build a time sh- time machine, so. He's making the time machine out of blow. I yeah, actually have been using a uh, paste of my own semen. Yeah, oh, that's too far. I'm trying to read a professional. Oh, God damn it. I, yeah, the yeah. gin and tonics are all over me. Okay. Where, where... Jack, Jack says, I'd like to thank you guys for doing Speed Racer. It stuck with me more than any movie I've watched along with the podcast. I was initially disappointed you weren't doing Space Jam because Lola, but Speed Racer didn't disappoint. It's pure fun, and it's the most fun I've had watching a movie in a long time. One thing I don't think you guys mentioned that you should have is the absolutely amazing soundtrack. I do have one quibble with the visuals, though. 
By and large, I agree the visuals are amazing, except for the scene where Rex picks up speed from school. Sure. In that one scene, the neighborhood, especially the trees and plants, look pretty bad. It goes on, but I want to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that was early cut and paste composition. I think they're probably using shake. This was before after effects was really big. And my thing, why I liked that scene is because it was obviously just like JPEG 2d uh-huh. layered stuff. I enjoyed that. It was very like, uh, like, lego game yeah looking and here's my thing i think it was supposed to look like that that's what i think too because it's a flashback he's going back to his childhood to think about like how much he fucking thought his brother was just the fucking cat's ass everything's range rainbows and bubblegum around him it looks dumb and cheesy but i think it was totally intentional now maybe one of the flaws still in the movie is because when i was watching it the whole time I'm going into this movie thinking, oh, my God, this thing is going to be so stupid. And it's slowly charming me. And this is in the first five minutes. And I look at the scene. I'm like, God, that looks really bad. But immediately after that scene, I am fucking hooked. And I realize what's going on. They may have pulled that card a little too early with like to give that this is intentionally looks shitty mm-hmm. for the viewer. My verses on that, which I mean, I see what you're saying. I don't know if I totally agree with it, but I don't know that I totally disagree with it. What I think is, is that it's sort of copy and paste cut out collage. Look is their American life. Right. Idea that they're putting like, Oh, this is every fucking neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And that's what made me like it even more. Yeah. No, I, I do. After the fact, I especially like it while I was watching it. I was like, God, this looks like shit still expecting the movie to be a, a shitty movie. So maybe I could see that that would be off-putting for some people that I didn't see. see it coming. Jackie, any, anything you want to add to that? I didn't notice. Okay. He goes on. Second, I thought you guys might get a kick out of my dad's terrible taste in movie. Uh-oh. Dad jokes. Yes. All the movies listed below are movies he thinks are legitimately good movies. Not enjoyably bad, legitimately good. I'm pretty sure you guys have trashed them all at one point or another on the show. So, so let's see how many of them match up with my dad. Go. Uh, Rocky Four. Yeah, which, my dad thinks that's a pretty good movie. That's one of the great theater experiences of my life. Yeah, I won't trash Rocky Four. I fucking love that movie. It it's is terrible. really dumb. Totally love it. Signs. Ugh. Never saw it. My Un- dad did not like that one. Unforgiven. Uh, now, Unforgiven won fucking Best Picture. It did win Best Picture. People blow this fucking movie, and I fucking hate it. I fucking hate Unforgiven. I don't hate it. I just am am ambivalent towards it. Next one's the same exact way. Gran Torino. People fucking blow it. it. It I don't know if my dad's ever watched any of the other two movies. Uh, It so stinks. Like, the acting is so bad in Gran Torino. The next one, another falls right into the same category. Tombstone. People blow fucking (gasps) Tombstone. I love Tombstone. I fucking hate it. I I love Tombstone. Shouting out to you, Mac. You fucking ruined this movie. No, for this you. this list is not so much your dad, Jackie. This is our our this list is our friend Max. Our friend Max's favorite movie. Uh, Roadhouse. That is a great so. movie. Yeah. The Matrix Reloaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no. Superman one and two. Nope. And Con Superman Air. Superman one. Yeah. No, Superman one is is. Yeah. I liked it. You should give it another go, Jackie. It's boring as shit. Lastly, the movies he absolutely loves. If he finds these on TV, he has to switch over to them because he loves them so much. Man of Steel. I like aspects of man of steel 
a lot. Would you say that it is a, if this is on TV, I'm going to switch over to it and watch it right now? No, but to give you an idea, I have watched it at least five times. Yeah, you really like Zack Snyder because you're a douche. No, it's not Zack Snyder. It the It's that fucking Henry Cavill. It's because <laughs> of that goddamn man from Uncle. I'm just like, oh, I'm more fascinated with But I watched that movie again, and I really really like the new 52 idea that they abandoned of him being an alien who realizes he's Superman at a later age. Uh-huh. It makes a character more interesting. I like Man of Steel. Okay. Top Gun. No. And Armageddon. No. Those are his, his Jack's dad's favorite three movies. I'm, I can I'm get... interested to see how old Jack's dad is. Now, I can get behind him with Top Gun because people like that. Or I can't get behind him because I think Top Gun is the uh, one of the worst. But uh, Armageddon's a head-scratcher because we did that, and it's so fucking long. Uh-huh. So, shout-out to Jack's dad. Hope you... Uh, have a good Father's Day. Yeah, have a good Father's Day. That's coming up some after Mother's Day. day. Watch some bad movies that you Thanks think Thanks for are Jack. Good. We like him. Yeah, and uh, try to watch better movies at some point in life. Just give it a go. I don't don't know, do it. Maybe. Just watch Roadhouse over yeah, and over. No, okay. Tombstone. I've probably seen Roadhouse 15 fucking times. Yeah, me too. I love that movie. Well, yeah. Anyways, we got to move on. On Twitter, follow us, uh, twitter.com forward slash stinkermanis. Uh, Redcap Jack shouts out, says... Guarding, running man, correction. Correction. Ventura's character is the stunt man killed by uh, 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 Sven Olsen. Olsen. Sven Sven Ole Thorsen. Sven Ole Thorsen. With superimposed images to switch faces. I thought the guy that dies by the spiky things was just some rando stunt man. This whole time, my whole entire life, that I thought it was just they even I thought they even said you didn't have to kill the stunt man. Yeah, because they pixelate, oh, they take the pixelation away, uh-huh. which was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And it's some, it's not Jesse Ventura. I, Sam, are you? Where are you on that? What do you mean? I don't understand what the correction is. That, that it's Jesse Ventura that dies by getting stabbed. He's the guy that dies in that scene. That would make not it, some rando stuntman. That would make it stronger, but it didn't seem like that in the picture. It it's, really doesn't seem like it. it I don't think it is. No. I think that might be a bad correction. All right. Yeah. I'm, I, then I'll triple stamp it, too. Because here's my thing. I like to pretend that Captain Freedom never dies. He like goes on and like has adventures throughout the world. Like like he's like Andrew Zimmer is with food, but he just goes around and travels the world and uh, delivers workout tips but, to I mean, people. It would be a better story wise if that was how they did. Yeah, it. sorry, Red Cap, but Th- I don't believe he you. Goes and travels the world. No, that he Captain dies. Fre- that would be better yeah. for the. Who cares TV about show? the real story? I want. I want. I, Captain Freedom lives forever. He's okay. awesome. <laughs> More workout videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Stinker Madness. Van Diver chipes in, uh, also regarding The Running Man. Van Diver! He says, finally listening this morning, fun recording. By the way, Odd Job was not played by Professor Tanaka. That was the very similar Harold Sakata. Okay, so I got it backwards. Both were Japanese-American, 
though both were born, born in Honolulu, Hawaii, before it became a state. Both were wrestlers before they were actors. Both look very similar. Yeah, so hmm. I think I had it backwards. No, you don't. No. Uh, uh, random Task is neither of those guys. So there's a third guy? There's a third guy named Od- who played Oddjob, Harold Sakata. Huh. So, well, who's Random Task then? Uh, Joe... Some other guy that's not Sm- Professor Tanaka? Smaraka. Well, I like it. Thanks, Matt. There's a third guy I got to look up. Yeah, I know. Mm, cool. That's your show, folks. Uh, we are off next week, guys. Uh, so there will be no new show, but the next pick will be Sam's. Uh, we've got to take a week off. Uh, Sam's got some family business to attend to. Um, but when you come back, dude, what do you think you're going to pull the trigger on? Only because he was disappointed that we didn't do it. Is this because remember I already said that I was going to do um, America three thousand for the first episode of after year, year in review? Okay, yeah. so uh, since Jack was pissed that we didn't do uh, Space Jam, we'll do Space Jam. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad likes awesome movies, so it's okay. Except Tombstone, it blows. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at stinker madness please rate and review us on itunes and stitcher thank you for listening and get to the chopper